the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, it's Crystal with another episode of Life Inspired. So excited about this episode because my very special guest is none other than for King and Country's own Luke Smallbone. Luke, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I am blessed and highly favored. I cannot complain. There you go. I like it. I like to hear that. I'm super excited about you all coming back to Portland December 3rd for your Christmas tour. Yes. You know you're you're my favorite drummer boy. Oh, I think I'm probably the only drummer boy. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's like, that's like saying to your son, you're my favorite son. And you're like, but I'm your only son. Exactly my point, you know? I love it. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, it's early, but I know a lot of folks start Christmas shopping in July. One of the best yeah. gifts, I believe, you can give someone, especially if they have everything, is the gift of music. So with For King and Country's Drummer Boy Christmas coming to Portland at the Moda Center, what a great gift to give. I just have this feeling the little drummer boy is going to be one of the songs y'all going to play potentially. <laughs> I, well, I think the tour is called a drummer boy Christmas. I think if we don't play drummer boy Christmas tour, uh, there will be a riot <laughs> that takes place. Uh, it, it doesn't, it, the world doesn't make sense. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, we'll absolutely do that to you. You know what? That's my favorite song. It is. It's oh, my favorite you know, Christmas song. I, I tell people, uh, well, uh, sometimes, uh, we actually play that song all year round. Because, right. once again, if we don't play that, uh, it's just like you see such disappointment. And so, you, <laughs> you know, we'll do, we'll do Q&As, and people will very timidly, like, oh, so is there a chance, maybe, that you'll be playing Drummer Boy tonight? And we, we kind of, we're like, we play it. We play it all year round. That song never, that, that song never stops. So, yeah, we're looking forward to bringing it to Portland. Do your arms ever get tired? I mean, when you perform, you give everything. And it seems like you guys are going night after night after night. How do you rest up for the next day? Oh, you're sweet. We're not as busy. Like, it's this weird one. We're not as busy as you may think. Really? We're also busier, busier than you may think. If True. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, shows, we, we, in, in, in our line of work, there's like kind of four touring seasons. There's the spring, summer, fall, and Christmas. Right. And what we hope to do is we'll, we'll do a spring or a fall, and we'll do a little bit the summer, and then we do Christmas. But Christmas is only six weeks. You know, I mean, that True. may still sound like a long time for some people, but, you know, when you're used to going out and touring for two and a half, three months, and you're doing a six-month tour, and it's a Christmas tour, which is particularly special, it's just a very different a different feeling. And so we have plenty of time for the most part. Like, I think I think in, in, in all cases, if people, if someone would come to me and say, hey, I've got the perfect formula for the work-life balance figured out, I think everybody would buy that self-help book a thousand times over because <laughs> we're all still trying to figure that out, right? And I think in some cases, it's actually entering into the tension of understanding what is too much and what is too little. And I think right. yeah, for us, we're, we're every year is a new year trying to discover that. 
You know, it, it's just a blessing to be able to do what, you know, God has blessed you to do and you're passionate about it. So it doesn't necessarily feel like work. What is your favorite part of the Christmas tour and why has it uh, become a staple for the band? Well, I think that the, the Christmas tour, you're singing the, the best songs ever written, right? True. And you're singing songs that everybody knows. I mean, even whether or not you're walking with Jesus or not, you'd actually know most of those songs. And, and, and even if you're not walking with Jesus, a lot of people still have a reference of recognizing that it's a safe and time. Yes. And I think for us, obviously, our whole business for people that are walking with Jesus, that this is this grand celebration. And if you're not, that you can come and you can hopefully experience this grand celebration that maybe it makes you ask the question of, oh, maybe he really is the son of God. And maybe this mm. is something that's actually for me. Maybe this is actually something that alters my life. And I think for us, um, people, you know, it's just a, it's a special time to, to be able to sing these songs. We obviously play, you know, songs uh, that we, you know, that we'll play you know, year-round as well. But you'll only play the ones that everybody knows. In some cases, everybody knows every single song that you're playing for the most part. And I just think that's a special thing. Is your family with you on tour right now? And are they going to be with you for the Christmas tour? Well, I am home right now. So we're doing, over the course of the summer, we'll probably do uh, 20 shows or something, you know, something. So not crazy. You know oh, what I'm good. So I got, yeah, so I'm, I'm home right now. I go out of town tomorrow. Uh, I usually bring one of the kids with me pretty much uh-huh. everywhere we go. Uh, and sadly, tomorrow they don't get to come fly to South Dakota and come back and still make sense. But the next weekend <laughs> after that, I'll have, uh, I'll have my youngest boy with me for the weekend. One of the things that really impressed me the last time I saw you all in Portland was your parents were with you at that last concert. And what I yeah. love is that you all truly, truly have a heart for the Lord to see you pray before the show, to see your father praying for you all before the show and just how tight knit you are and how you guys truly, truly love the Lord to be able to see that from the behind the scenes, because everybody sees you in front on stage. But to me, it just added more value to me as to who you are in Christ and that this is not just performance, but it's ministry. Oh, man, I, look, I've, I've often said this, and maybe people will not like that I say this, but the, the show and what we do on stage in some cases is the easy part. Right. Because that's not, you know, that, that's, that's thought through. You know, that's, that's rehearsed. When I say rehearsed, it's still obviously very personal. Very, but we know, you know, we essentially know the roadmap, and we're in charge of the roadmap. We know how to get from A to B for the most part, right? Right. But it's the caring for your soul when nobody's looking that Amen. actually matters. Amen. That's the that's the stuff that uh, you know. I think that uh, you know th- that's when you get to heaven. I think sometimes mm. those are the moments that I think God reflects on more because you know, everybody's everybody's in some cases performing all the time. I might do it on stage, but when you show up to work, man, you're putting your best foot forward. You put your best face on. You're doing. You've got that best suit on, or you know whatever it might be. But it's it's the thoughts that have taken place. It's all the things when nobody else is looking. I, I heard that from when I was very very young. It's, it's what you do when nobody's looking at matters. And I, as I have gotten older and I've got my own kids, that yes. is absolutely a true statement. It's what happens when no one's looking. That's what matters. Amen. And Luke, you've been through some trials. You've been through health issues. Your son, I, I pray, is doing well. Yeah, he is. You had vocal surgery. When I read that about you, I thought you said that when we're on stage, you know, we know that roadmap. We know how to turn it on. But when you're in your secret place and you're going through, there's nothing like knowing that you've got 
our Savior, our Father in heaven, Jesus Christ, to lean on when you're going through those personal trials and tribulations? Oh, man, a thousand percent. I am... You know, I was actually my uh, Leo, who you just referenced, uh, it was his birthday yesterday. And uh, it is still a raw thing for me when it comes to talking about him. And I've been through my fair share of, you know, suffering is relative, right? The suffering, the the things that I've walked through are the things that you've walked through. When you're talking to people, you know, other in other countries or third world countries and they're Mm -hmm. fighting for food, it's a different pain, but it's still pain. And one thing I've realized about pain is pain is also relatable. Yes. When somebody has gone through extreme pain and someone has gone through lesser pain, the one thing that is still uh, uh, congruent with both is that it's both pain. And uh, I, I think for me, I, I, I years ago was sitting out, actually, I'm in my, uh, my little area that I do my phone calls and do a lot of kind of the interviews and some of the other things. And uh, I was sitting on the porch of this little area. And it was after I nearly lost my son. And I remember asking God, I just said, God, I don't know why this stuff keeps happening to me. Mm. You know, I've had some close calls of, of different things, and I just don't know why this keeps happening. And I felt God really, really clearly say, like, I'm not one of those guys to, like, I want to I want to over-spiritualize the spiritual truth. Right. I don't want to over-spiritualize things that's me reaching a little bit. But I felt God say to me, Look, I, these things keep happening because I want you to tell these stories because these stories reflect my faithfulness in your life. Yes. So go and tell people about these stories. And so at the end of the day, yeah, we haven't had a ten, 10 years of, uh, or 11 years or however long it's been of smooth sailing. But without some of the bumps, I wouldn't understand the depth of God's faithfulness Amen. and love commit for me in the same way. And so who am I to sit back and sometimes shake my fist at God and say, how dare you? Right. When I've seen who he is and seen the heart of God. Oh, you are preaching to me this morning, that's for sure. You've got a new film coming out, Unsung Hero, that's about your family's yeah. story. Can you share a little bit yeah. about that? Yeah, well, you know, you spoke about my parents. Uh, my parents, I, you know, family's funny. I talk about this with my wife all the time. I said, you know what I've realized about my family? And she says, what? She's like, we are, fun- we are a functionally dysfunctional family. <laughs> <laughs> We love each other, and we are pretty tight, and it's pretty functional, but it's family. It gets dysfunctional. It's funny. But my, my parents' story of uh, coming from Australia to America, my dad was a concert promoter in Australia, lost everything on an Amy Grant tour, uh, came over here, and we were sleeping on beds made, made out of clothes. It was rough. Mm. Um, and I've told that story from stage for you know over a decade. And I've had people come up to me and was like, man, that story, like, I apply that to my life and I just lost my job or my wife's going through this sickness or, or our family is, is having a season of recognizing that we need to do X, Y, Z. And it spurs me on and encourages me. And so anyway, I went to a producer, Hollywood producer friend of mine. I said, hey, man, I, this isn't really, a, a, really about Joel and I. This is essentially about my parents. But there's something in this story that impacts people it changes people yes and uh and so anyway i i I, and he said well let's put it in development so we put it in development what that means is you start developing a script and start developing ideas of what that would look like and that was a few years ago now we filmed uh this movie called unsung hero last october uh it is finished uh we're obviously putting on final touches and different things like that and we're uh, just uh finished up a deal with Lionsgate to distribute it to theaters, which will mean that it's coming out first quarter or April of next year, or probably about 2,000 theaters. And it's a film that we're obviously very, 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 very personal. We're very, very proud of. 
And uh, we're very excited to kind of bring it to you guys. We cannot wait to see it. Cannot wait to see you as well. Crystal, you have such a light about you, by the way. You're always so (laughs) upbeat. And, uh, man, I said something to somebody the other day. They were talking about Christian music, and they were saying that that it it, it encourages people. And encouragement in the Christian walk is very necessary. Yes. That was a good point. And I think that's what you do on air. Encouragement is very necessary. It is. And that's what you do on air. Thank you, Luke. Even to ourselves when we're going through, believe it or not, sometimes. I agree. Yeah. I'm certain that when you were going through and you were singing those songs, it was ministering to you as well. Oh, I think that that's why we're meant to meditate on the scriptures, right? Exactly. Because I remember remember when I was a kid, I remember when I was a kid, and they would do, do, like, scriptures living and active. And, you know, when you're eight and nine, you're like, man, I don't see no pulse. What's going on with that? but when you, as you get a little older, yes, and I think God has grace for us as we get a little older, and you know, as well, understanding, you know, expounds, is you can read the same scripture, and depending on your circumstances, it jumps out at you, and that to me is the definition of scripture being living and active. And uh, man, yeah, when you're struggling, sometimes you cling to those scriptures like your life depends on it, and sometimes that very well may be the point that God allows some of those struggles to take place. Exactly. <laughs> Luke, I wish Perfect. you the very best. Stay hey, safe you this well. summer. Thank you. Oh, oh. I appreciate it. You've been a, very encouraging to me this morning. So thank you. And uh, God bless you. God bless you, you as Christmas. well. Can't wait to see you in Christmas. Get all the details for the For King and Country Drummer Boy Christmas Tour experience at thefishportland.com. And that wraps up this episode of Life Inspired. Until next time, be the reason someone else smiles today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.